Uh, welcome to the Crib Hut Podcast. I'm your host, Brenton Taylor. We are a storytelling podcast about the lighter side of mining, the more humorous side. Uh, I'd like to thank Glenn Wall from War on Mining for the cover art. Must suck to have talent. Anyway, today I have a, a first guest. He's a mate, a dump truck trainee, new to the industry, seven months in. My mate, the great and powerful Jimmy Josh. Jimmy Josh! It's not even your name. John Brownlee, welcome to the Crib Hut. Thank you very much, Breton. Very happy to be the first first guest on the podcast. I guess it will start of why I call you Jimmy Josh and how we met. Oh, that's was, an, yeah, yeah, that's an interesting story. Um, well, let's, let's shed a little light on a bit about Brenton first. Nah. Very laid back individual. Uh, not much phases him. Doesn't really like to do much outside of his circle. <laughs> um, I was a landscaper at the time and I was uh, in the hunt for a, a digger operator. Now, Brenton was advertising on Gumtree. I come across him and, well, I'm like, okay, this guy's close by. He's, he might help me out. I ring him up. And he's like, oh, yeah, I only do within 5Ks of my radius. <laughs> 5Ks, I'm like, from my local area, my LGA, bro. <laughs> and, yeah, so he thought I'd go, oh, sorry, I'm outside of that area. But lo and behold, I was actually just up the road. Yeah, I couldn't fucking believe it. I remember, like, uh, just telling my wife, I'm like, oh, this dude, I just kept nah braing him. He's like, no, man, I just live around the corner. I'm like, sitting there going, fucking hell. And I'm like, oh. He's just starting out his landscaping business. Should I help him? And I've, I've gone no originally. And I've had this conversation with the miso and I'm like, maybe I should go help him. Like I only had that digger because I wanted to tear down a few few uh, little old outhouse, little building at, at home, bury the asbestos in the backyard in a trans tank. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. But, <laughs> but we'll enough. edit that out later. Enough. And uh, so I thought, oh, well, I had this digger. I'm like, I might. See if I can make a few bucks on the side. Unbeknownst to me, I really didn't like doing stuff on my days off like that. <laughs> yeah, I got the feeling. But anyway, you did it anyway because you're such a good bloke and it's been a bromance ever since, even though you didn't know my name for the good, what, month? Yeah, I don't know. I, like uh, you were just talking about before we started, I um, I was calling you Josh and I had to call you up to find out where we were working one morning and it you know, went through voicemail because you're busy and it... Said, yeah, you know, you've got John Brownlee. And I'm like, John? Who's this John character? And I'm like, hung up the phone again straight away and called straight back just to make sure the qualification on the on the John. And I'm like, fuck, I've been calling this dude Josh. <laughs> it was, and the nice guy that yeah, I am, so I couldn't correct you. You didn't even, buddy, you didn't even correct me. I'm like... No, I started making the kids call me Josh. <laughs> just to make it easier on you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going home, I'm like... I've been calling this dude Josh his whole time. His name's been John. Like, what the fuck up? At any rate, it was good. We had fun. Oh, it was good fun. We had some few predicaments too where you nearly rolled the digger into somebody's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh... My butthole was puckering that day. That was a scary. <laughs> <It> was scary. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to make that call to the insurance company. I was just like, no, nah, mate, you'll be right. We'll get out of it. And I think we had to, you know, back your car up to it. We tied a big sling around it and... And then we went straight to the pub. Yeah. yeah. I'd had enough that day. <laughs> yeah. But it's, all about, but it's all about safety. Yeah, this is like 8 o'clock. Well, probably wouldn't start that early, no one knew. But maybe 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock by the time we got out. It was almost lunchtime. Go to the pub. 
So uh, the reason why I wanted you to be the first guest was because of your seven months into your traineeship. I'll, I think people would like to know how you got there, but also why you got there. And we just touched on it. You were a landscaper. What other exciting jobs did you have before you come out mining? Oh, well, uh, look, when I was younger, in the hospitality industry. so Like a chef? No, like bartender. Bartender. So, yeah, I did that until I was 20. Then I went overseas. I lived in the UK for five years, just traveling around Europe, doing the whole backpacker thing. Yeah, tell me about that. What was that like? Oh, there's probably a lot of things I can't tell you. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing because it was the, one of the best times of my life. But yeah, five years and then it just came to the end of it and I was either could stay on because I had an ancestry visa I could stay and work full time and it got to a point where I either come home and do something or I stay there and keep on doing what I was doing I was just floating around I was working bars and then I was working in like a um, finance and then GPS finance and, oh, when I talk finance like collections kind of I was a banker yeah <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have come back if I was a banker but yeah it just got to a point and I'm like oh I'm getting getting on here I'm getting uh, 25 26 and Got back and then, yeah, just decided I want to do landscaping. Went and did my apprenticeship. Just went through the yellow pages until I found someone that would put me on. Fair Yep. Well, I had enough of serving booze, mixing yeah, cocktails. it's just, you know, there's only so much you can do. Working weekends and nights, which is hilarious because now I work weekends and nights in mining. But Fuck, as I got older, man, I'm enjoying a good cocktail these days. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you're not much of a beer drinker. You're more of a yeah, pineapple cruiser. Yeah, it's getting hard. It's getting hard. I like, my God, I just don't like the... Wait, the weed, I hate getting old. <laughs> but, yeah. So anyway, that's why I went and did landscaping, did my apprenticeship, kind of saw that out, then started working for myself. Um, and then just, I don't know, just wasn't getting any younger. It's pretty hard on the old body, the landscaping. So I wanted yeah. to start looking at something, something else that's going to, you know, I can do in, into my later years. And yeah, really... It just popped up about mining, and so how how did you fall? Why how did you fall into mining then? So you would well, looking I, I for actively, a traineeship. Actively, I actively went out looking for it. Yeah, because but I heard through the grapevine that um, you know the pits were hiring, because you think about it, you know, ten years ago it was almost impossible to get into the mines. It wasn't something you could just apply for and get into. Like, yeah, I think like a, ten years ago they had a big boom. I think mm. that's when I come in. So I've been there 11 years now. I come in, yeah, 10 on the back of the, the last big boom that they had. Um, but it quickly dropped off a cliff too. Yeah. Like uh, I was the second last intake. <laughs> Unlucky for them. They yeah. got me. <laughs> like, like, that's why they stopped. Two, two weeks out, they're like, fuck, we could have been Breno free from this joint. <laughs> but, you know... It, and it went through a bit of a change then the industry it was more into a consolidation you know ticking over but now it's come back around like they say it's cyclical oh, no, it, 10 it years on the again. dot you know if you, like, you, you want to get into mining now right now is the time and it's as simple as getting online just checking out with Workpack or programmed which are the two major you know, yeah, it was skilled employers. back in back in the day. I think yep. uh, we have a lot of people that went through skilled. And yeah, I, like I'm with one of them. I'm not going to say which one, but they're they're both pretty much the same. I come through. Um, I previously experienced from the quarry industry, so 
oh man, I went straight in the front door. I'm like, yeah, fucking knock blessed, it down. Here blessed. I come. Yeah, oh, I couldn't believe it. But oh, my mate, he he's been there uh, twelve years now. And we were at work one day, and he's like, man, I'm going to apply for one of these traineeships. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I want to go out in the mines. I want to earn the money. I want to earn the money. And I'm like, oh, man, like, fuck that. Like, I, I like, you know, we're finishing at, starting at 7, finishing at 2.30. Uh, I used to live five minutes from work. Like, yeah. bro, like, used to go home, like, during the lunchtime at cricket so I wouldn't miss a session and all these sort of... Oh, I saw someone leave before me, man. I used to get the heebie-jeebies. Like, <laughs> 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 like, nah, I'm out. Like, Brent O'Gorn, like... Where the fuck is that? Yeah, digger operator got it. Like, he fucking driving out the <laughs> red gate. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, so I had those sort of ex- that experience, which was, you know, it was sort of the, that is immeasurable in getting a job in mining, just having that quarry background. Yeah. Um, many stories from those days. I'm sure they'll come out over the course of, you know, hopefully what is many podcasts to come. But when I, you know, but I went in as a, as a dump truck operator too, but I never had to do the traineeship, but they taught you any rate. I think it was just this, the, the, not the sort of the basic skill set of being around heavy equipment and everything like that. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's, you know, it's probably a, I never, I never driven a dump truck before I got, uh, the only thing I did in the quarry game was, was an excavator, like 21 ton. Uh, you know, we had bigger ones, 40 tonners too. Um, but big one, but, you know, and a bobcat. Yeah. But they've got so many trucks and they're getting more trucks in because it's booming. They want everyone truck trained. Like they're, where I'm at, they're, you know, they're getting drillers back in the trucks just to make sure that they're, you know, they're trying to get them to get the skill just so, you know, so happens somebody's off, they can fill that truck. Because if that truck's not working that night, you think about the amount of money that they're losing is ridiculous. Like I worked out one night or on a long night, uh, moving coal and it's about 170 ton they can fit in a, a truck full yeah of what 500 bucks a ton us 500 bucks a ton yeah and you times that by i did 60 loads that night of coal of coal so you you're looking at over five million dollars it's not hard that that's night. one truck and that's for one shift that's one truck there were yeah. two trucks there so yeah but obviously you, you're you not know. shifting coal every night but oh i is uh, look, it just depends, like weather-wise and, yeah. and whatever. Like you know, if the if the hopper's down, or you know, sometimes you're not you're not running coal. But yeah, they, when trucks aren't moving, they're not happy. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's I think they've sort of thrown up. We're not a coal mine; we are a dirt mine. Like we've got to move the dirt first, and because we have a pretty high strip ratio where we are, it's like eight to one or nine to one, mm. which is eight meters of overburden for every one meter of coal yeah um like essentially we need to move that dirt efficiently and whatnot yeah, yeah. to get to the good stuff yeah to get the good stuff but um yeah, so but going back on to yeah how, know, how did you so you just applied on seek just applied yeah online? just went out applied um so the process was got a call they said yeah we'd like you come to the next stage so <laughs> they obviously had no idea who was on the end of the phone. Like, no, they didn't. Like, we I, don't know what. Hey, <laughs> I, can, I can fake it till I make it, mate. Don't you worry. But yeah, went to like an information night, and they're they, they're pretty they're pretty good in the fact that they're 
they're trying they don't sell it like this is fantastic this is what they sell they try and tell you all the negative stuff straight up yeah I'm pretty big on telling people this is a it's not physically demanding job but it's a mentally demanding job yeah definitely it's dangerous it's it you know it can be really dangerous I feel safe in a truck safest place to be in a in a mine is in a truck you always have this thing with work like uh I wouldn't trust people like um, if you're driving a lot, even if you're in a truck, you're driving a lot vehicle around, you're like looking around, you're like, I'm relying on that dude to be having a good night's sleep, you know, not blowing with the miso, you know, he switched on, he's seen me, but I'm not going to trust him with my lunch. Like, fuck bro, you're not getting my lunch, but you know, you've got, Everyone's life in your hand out here, and it's that's the, that's the danger side of it. Definitely, and you, like for and no fault be, of your own, yeah. and you you've can, got to be switched on. Yeah, because what I found, and like we live probably thirty odd kilometers from the pit. I travel an hour to work. Well, about thirty, yeah. nearly forty minutes. I'll travel. So if you think about your twelve and a half hour shift, I get up at five. I'm walking out the door at six in the morning. I'm getting there for quarter seven, making a coffee, whatever. You have your G-coms, I'm out, and I'm not what do you leaving call there. It? What do you call it? G-com. G-com. What do you call it? Uh, pre-start. Right, yeah, pre-start, G-com. Why, why call it, what's a G-com? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a trainee, mate. I haven't got that far in. <laughs> well, that be the first question. What's your G-com, bro? I don't Well, general, something, general something. communication. Oh, I nice. would imagine. Jeez, oh, I was not going there with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, you do that and then you come home. Probably won't get home till about 8 o'clock in the evening. This is when I'm on day shift. And then by the time you've had dinner, watched, you know, a little bit of TV, 9 o'clock, I'm looking to bunk down and, and go to sleep again. So, when you're at work, you're at work. So, if you're if you're trying to do stuff outside of that, you, you're losing sleep and you lose... Like, it, it mounts up and it can get hard. So, oh. you, you know, if you're not prepared to just be committed then it can get... I would imagine it could get quite tough, you know? So... Yeah, you, you, you do. You've got to dedicate your, your days on work. You're like, all right, this we're going to hunker down. Yeah. We're going to fucking... We've got to do this. But like we were talking about before, like where I'm at, we're on the lifestyle roster, which is not for anybody that doesn't know, is like a kind of five on, five off, five on, four off, five on. But a so, mix of day and nights. Yeah, too. a mix like of you, days and nights. So day you do and night three shift. days, two nights... Then you you know you might do two days two nights and then you'll do three nights like but you get that extra time off and but it's yeah it, it goes quick too yeah so because we're just jumping around a fair bit there we'll go back so you've you've gone out to what are they called program programmed work pack work pack whoever yep um, yeah got the information the night went and did that then they're like okay cool no worries um, then it was basically. You've made the next. You've made the next round, and then you. So, what was the information not involved? What did that involve? Just basically a general overview of the pit. So, you, did you did they have any questions for you? Because I only mean going back to when I had an interview process. I think well, they this, ha- this wasn't at the interview process. That was the next. The next. Oh right. Yep. So it's literally just fifty people in a room with slides and and you know of the pit of the a pit just general. Oh, okay. Pit. Yep. So but they- just incidents that could happen. And talking, you know, really emphasising on nights and weekends. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, danger. They're, they're the killer. And, you know, and they, they really want to kind of weed out the people that aren't going to be able to hack it. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it's, it's not for everyone. Oh, dude, we had this dude, Um, he, uh, he, I think he used to work in the forestry game. He was a little bit older, um, 
I want to say there was a different mine, like a Resco or something back in the day, um, as a employer. And he, uh, come through that system. We were sitting there. I think he bought on, he must've had the job and we had to do a, uh, had like a computer screen with a dump truck on it. And it just went through a, an emergency procedure. Like all of a sudden this truck's on fire, like on the computer screen. You had, you were driving it, you know, like a, sti- a stimulation. You had to back it up and then, you know, hit the fire suppression and go through the side emergency thing. And this dude, he had the job, but because he couldn't get through that procedure in his head, they just like, hey man, see you later. And I'm sitting there going, he just quit his previous job. Oh, yeah. He put it all on the yeah, line. Yeah. And in a matter of like a week, they're like, sorry, mate. You, yeah. Well, you no got to think you're sitting in, what, $4 million worth of machinery? Oh, no. If you, can't, if, you can't <laughs> press, if you can't press the fire suppression and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, well, $10 million with coal on it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and that baby will burn long. <laughs> but, yeah, get so, the marshmallows out. We're here for a good time. Yeah, but like I said, it's not for everyone. Like, it's, it's not a hard job. Like it's not. No, it's not physically and deme- mentally. You've mentally got to, yeah. demanding. You've got to be able to to endure like long days and long. Well, days. it's a lot of repetitive tasks. It's yep. just from A to B. Like for a dump Look, truck it's driver. Still, it's still fairly exciting for me, I guess, because like you said, I'm only seven months in, so it's you know I'm still learning. Still, everything's you know it is repetitive, but you know I'm at a point now where I just want to be good. I want, I just want, you know what I mean? I don't need to be the best, but I want to be good. I don't want to be seen as the, oh, here comes this dickhead. He's got no idea. I've been a whole whole career on that. Yeah, Yeah, that's different. You're in the digger. You're in the digger. You're fine. But yeah, so I'm just, I'm there and I'm, I'm, you know, my brain's active because I'm trying to read plays and, and try and be quick and kind of preempt where. Oh yeah, you got, you always got to be forward scanning, eh? In case um, someone drives out in a light vehicle in front of you, they're, yeah, they're great innocents, and you get a shitload of them. We always yeah. get them. But look, they, they come up in the um, in the pre-start all the time. Not generally from our pit; it's generally from other pits. Yeah, probably Billy. Yeah, probably mine. Oh, I got one that comes to mind on the sixteenth of January last year. It's a good classic one. Co-worker. <laughs> oh, anyway, let's sweep that under the rug. Moving on. <laughs> no, it's, it's because of his birthday. I'm never going to forget the. Uh, the incident date, I keep bringing it up to him too. <laughs> Did he get a pineapple? Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. Because, like, also, you got to remember, when you go through, and he, like, good worker, steady worker, knows his job, um, you know, more of a, more of a steadying figure, like, just does nothing wrong, just gets in, does his job, does it well. But it's just this one day, he just... You know, we had, it was lunchtime. He was going to pick up one of the other operators, just looking out where he was working, just completely forgot this truck coming down the hill. And luckily, this truck picked him up because, you know, on a mine site, we've got all these standards with windrows where they've got to be lowered so you can have line of sight. Yep. So luckily, this truck driver, he's picked him up early, saw him coming. And, but, uh, and also, as you come down the hill, you have to have a, like a flat pad. Yeah, off, yeah, yeah, I think it's 50 meters that they, you know, straight into the intersection. And luckily he was empty. Luckily he was alert and slammed on the service brake and pulled up in time. Where he was only a couple of meters away from his car. Oh, man, that's but scary. from that, like, even though old mate, like, say, safe as houses, like, you'd, you'd bank on him, but he's a model employee. But from that, 
there's a lot of things that happen, like duty of care, the, the workmates, and his rap sheet was about two pages long with all these different yeah. under the sections yeah. of the Workplace and Health and Safety Act that it, where he failed to meet. And uh, that was, you know, it's not just one thing that you fail on. It's, it turned out to be seven or eight. Yeah, and because the industry is so regulated, they're just massive on safety. And, you know, you they've got so many policies in place that if... You know, if if you're not following that, it's a big deal because they if something happens and they're not they they don't show that they've been following those guidelines, then that's a huge deal, huge deal. Yeah, I guess that's why they're all uh, you got full GPS track. They're armoured up, oh, man. Yeah, they got they everything. Know, well, they know when you're pissing and shitting. Oh, they know what time. It, yeah, <laughs> they, they know <laughs> where and how long. Yeah. They're like, they can probably tell if you're regular or not. Yeah, it's like, and, and I imagine it comes up like on a against your name. It's like, well, at 10, 20... Every day. Every day, this dude's taking a toilet break for 20 minutes. Today, he only took 10 minutes. We, we better send him an SOS to go to the doctor. Like, must have flew out today. <laughs> 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 Not enough fibre, bro. <laughs> lay, off the, lay off the bloody uh, spicy Mexican last... Yeah, <laughs> so look, it all before. sounds a bit big, bro- big brotherish, but... It's it's not that bad. They just they, they have it there so they can. They yeah, can... I figure a lot of it is um, it's there if something goes wrong. Pretty much. So they're not they're not watch they're not dedicated people sitting there watching every camera. Like uh, we we've got a few scary instances of people, and it's just a warning. Nothing happened from it, but you know they're driving down the main hall road. And they've got the yogurt out with the spoon, driving well, it. Yeah. You know what are they? It uh, happens all Three hundred and twenty yeah. ton dump truck. Yeah. Like it's like, couldn't couldn't you just buy the one in the pouch? Like, yeah. Did you have to get the spoon one? It's just a Yopro, bro. Like, oh, yeah, or people with their phones get caught. Well, you can't have. Yeah, no. yeah, we've got a. I think most pits these days would have a no phone policy where it's got to be turned off. Or aeroplane mode in your crib bag. If it's in, if you get caught within your hand, you you've gone. Oh, you may as well just walk out, yeah. eh? It's just like, hey yeah. man, piss here. It's like, nope, we're just yeah. If you, you got your head phone, the, you may as well just head for the exit. You know, log into Facebook and just update Don't come your back. statuses. Um, <laughs> Unemployed. <on path. laughs> See you later. <laughs> New employer. Santa Lake. <laughs> yeah, the Australian government. Keep going off on tangents, but. Back to what we were saying before about uh, the next process. Yeah, yeah. So you've you've gone for the uh, the debrief more or less on what Pretty a pit's much. like, and then you, you get the call saying we want you we want you to come for an interview. Oh, so I think and and I by think... yet, like you haven't made a fool of yourself in this fucking debrief. They're like this dude, legitimately, believe it or not, might be a candidate for us. I know, I know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, there's. A, this is how much it's booming at the moment. I'll come back to it later. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a bit of a detriment to that. Yeah, but they probably can't. Take, we'll take anyone. Pretty well, <laughs> testament to the fact. But yeah, so they halved that 50 odd down to about 20, 20 something. And then God, there must have been some bad candidates if you got through. Yep. So then sat down with a couple of representatives from the pit. And a representative you, so did from you the know what pit you were going to? There was options. Yeah, you get yeah. To pick? I, I knew what pit I'd applied. For. Oh, you, oh, you applied. One, like I'm. Why don't you come to my pit, bro? Like, I take you under my wing. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that would be a good thing about. Yeah, name but, drop. Oh, do you know any people with good names I can drop? <laughs> Don't come yeah. back. <laughs> I wanted the job. That's why I didn't. We've say had your this dude name. for ten years. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. 
that's that's it. Had the interview, and then it was just like, yeah. Yeah. So you knew up. what pit you wanted to go. Yep. Why? Did, now, why did you want to go to that pit? Uh, was it proximity heard, to just home? Heard, heard really good things about it. Proximity to home. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's just who was at that stage. That that's what the intake was. That pit. So it all just kind of aligned and worked out because it was the closest to home. Heard really good things about the company in the pit. So and it's it's turned out to be the case. Like they they How come I was um never been put down as a referee? Like like when we'll go back to my mate, you know, he was he was applying for the mines. He's like, I want to earn the money, want to earn the money. So we we're, we're sitting there, he's like, Can I put you down as a referee? And I'm like, sure. So like he, I can't remember his process, but I remember getting a call one day from them. And they're like, so what can you tell me about this bloke? And I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, I had to stop what I was doing. I'm like, I was making up words. I'm like, you know, it's not like it's a made-up word, but I'm That's like, this I'd... dude's punctual. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like, he does a killer job, you know. You can just set him to task and he would do it. And I was just like flying shit off the top of my head. It's... Like, you know, luckily he got the job and, you know, he went through the same avenues, like went through, like it was back in the day, skilled and then um, <laughs> somehow the mind put him on too, but. Yeah, I was a bit worried that you'd actually tell him what I was really like. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I had another mate who, um, he was a, a trainee driller and he, he went through a traineeship as a driller, which is probably the better way to do it. I don't know if they do these things these days, but. He um, wanted a full-time job too, so I'm like, oh, you know, our pit's currently hiring once you um, apply there. And he ended up doing it, and he's like, oh, I name-dropped you. And I'm like, geez, man, how did that go? I was worried then. I'm like, this ain't going to end well because it's either... And just luckily for him, it was my previous boss who I actually had a good rapport with. The only one. <laughs> yeah, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know that dude. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. God, I'm like, yeah, you know. Just, just. But you know, it's also a risk on your behalf because if he turns up and he's oh, I, I, I hate like, um, even like, uh, you know, when you're a bit younger and and you know, I come from a drill and a blast background company. Yeah. Like just when I say that, I was, hey man, we we need this dirt shoveled, and I'm like, yeah, we need to find someone else to shovel that dirt because I'm fucking ain't doing that, but. You know, it was a labourer-style role where you clean up um, and eventually, you know, we had to go out on into the quarry game and, you know, we're filling the holes with explosives and, you know, doing the blast. And, you you know, it's just a... I think they used to call them powder monkeys back in the day. and Just a labour around there. But my mate, he, um, he, he was looking for a job. Like, you'd call him up and he was really interested in, like, farming and stuff. And he called me up one day and I'm like, hey, man, where are you? He's like, I'm in Western Australia. I'm like the fuck are you doing there? Oh, you know, I was trying to get on one of these big cattle farms or something like that and he, he got fucked over and they didn't end up having a position for him. I'm like, come back, you know, come home, like, all his family's over here and when you come home, give us a call and I'll, I'll give you the number of, you know, where I'm working and, I'm, and I hated it. Like, I knew who he was and he still is a great mate but I just thought, if he fucks up, this is on me, like, how's this going to make me look? Yeah, you put your... But, you know... It's the chance matter. you take. I mean, you know, it shows that you're the kind of character you are, though. You put your neck on the line for someone. <laughs> <laughs> for some, some people. What do we both love, mother? Yeah, I'm really clicky. I know the people I like, and I'm, I'm fine with those oh, people. Yeah, the, 
the the um the circle of friendship is quite small. Yeah, the oh, gee, I don't have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly generally because, because all the people don't hang around. Yeah, most, they get mostly because like people like I don't even think my neighbour likes me because I swear they sit there and go, "Who the fuck is this idiot?" <laughs> You're a character. Yeah, I'm a. Once you warm up to me, I'm pretty good. But other than that, it's. It's a little bit dicey. Like if you if you don't know me, you're like you're like this dude. He, he's on something. Like he's something special. <laughs> well, I've never I've never said that to your face, but yeah. Yeah, it's come up a fair bit. I imagine. Oh, oh just you know when you're not not there, it's just like what's what's this dude talking about? <laughs> so um, you've gone through the process. You've picked your pit. Yep. Uh, Pretty much, you know, you, so take, the, you imagine, take what you can get. I imagine there's an interview. Yeah, so like I was saying before, sit down with a couple of representatives from the pit that you're going to, representative from the, you know, the contracting company, have your interview, and then, yeah, you get the call and go, yeah, we want you to want you to start. And I'm like, oh, well, fucking sweet, let's it do this. Didn't seem real hard of a process at all. Like, no. so, you know, you've had no experience around machinery apart from me being in a one and a half ton excavator which is probably not a great experience like you you know no we wound up at the pub after an hour i'll I'll let like anybody that's interested in joining mining and thinking to themselves oh i can't do that i can't drive a truck i can't do whatever well there's such a broad range of people that are doing it oh man we've got bakers butchers uh hairdressers yeah like and i'm talking like if you're a woman out there and you think you can't do it, well, that's bullshit because there are a heap of women at the pit and, you know, I'd, I'd say there's a, a good few of them that are better truckies than I am. Oh, that you wouldn't know? be hard. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. But they're seriously, you know, it's not, it's, the trucks themselves are easy to drive. Yeah, oh, man, if you can drive a Holden Barina, you can drive one of these things, just fucking rip her in drive. Pretty the much. only thing, you know, it's, it's just the embodiment of this big truck yeah. that you're in control of. And there are, you know, got to make sure you crest hills at a certain speed and all that sort of jazz because these things will, but will you take yeah, off. You don't have to have any experience in anything. If, if you're the right candidate and you've got a half a bit of a brain about yourself... Yeah, it's the common sense side yeah. of thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, if it's... Um, it is, like, big and scary, but, you know, if you're chilled out like hey take a step back let's have a look at this yeah i feel like just don't think don't think you can't do it yeah don't overthink it no No. way at the end of the day and i've been told this by a lot of people is just at the end of the day you're moving dirt yeah moving dirt from one spot to another and as a new trainee it's hard not to get um kind of upset or angry at yourself for doing something silly but at the end of the day, you just need to let it slide. You can't let it get under your skin. You just need to let it go. And like, as, as I progress, I've learnt to just let shit roll off my back. You know, because you're going to do... Well, that's your top ...silly things. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, well, you're going to do silly things from time to time. And I'm not like... They're minor, minor things. But that's my type of personality. I want to be perfect every time. But it's not going to happen. You know, I've gone from a, an industry where I was in the industry for 12 years. I was good at what I did. I knew exactly what I was doing. And now I've been thrown into somewhere where I'm little fish in a big pond. So it's it's kind of hard in that respect to try and not be great or the best or know exactly what you're doing. But you learn. Yeah, I think uh, 
it gets thrown up a lot. You know, you're just a number. You're just a clog in this machine. There's a lot of um, systems in place where you, you, they just want you to sit in that truck and move that dirt. dirt. Everything else around you, like the clogs will will turn to make your job, you know, easy, manageable, doable. But then it it does come down to you. It's like, yeah, okay, I've I've gotten the sleep. Uh, I'm trying to look after myself, whatever that may look like in some way, shape or form. I've thought about doing that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who's got the time? But, you know, you're eating right and you're following just a, basic set of things to get you through yep. whatever that is you've got to have a good routine at home you've got to have a good routine and it, you know if you're sitting back thinking oh geez at all you know they're not painting a very good picture it's all very hard and whatever yeah it is but then eventually that's why you get paid good money yeah but also but if you and go that, in and thinking, I'll tell you now 99% of the people because when we were in that um, information night they're like around the whole room what are you doing it for I'm doing it for the money I want a better life. Yeah, money's a big factor. I don't think... Lifestyle's a funny thing mm. with with what you do, with the nights and everything. But, there, you know, you're at work, you're at work. You're, you're days off, you're day off. Yep. You're at home, you can do what you want. You, you don't have to, oh, I'm going to be home at 3.30, 4 o'clock after work. I can, I can do it at 9 o'clock in the morning. I'm off. Let's rock and roll. So, that that it's definitely a funny thing. The, the, the Obviously, the money, a lot of people chase money. It's the number one. And yeah. look, at the end of the day, it's the old adage, money makes the world go round. Can't make you happy, but geez, it can make life a lot easier. I, I tend to disagree on that, Manny. Uh, money, you can, you can't, it, it can the, buy you like, options. It can buy you options. It can. And like, it, what we've talked about before, like, am I going to be a minor till I'm 80 years old? No. But is it going to get me to a point where I'm going to be able to make a choice later on in life how I want to finish my working days? Sure is. Yeah, I am I going to see and do things that I probably couldn't have done before? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's the options. What I was just talking about money. Yeah. You know, it can buy you options to go on a nice holiday. Exactly. Yeah, and and that's where that, that roster comes in again because just recently, just after Christmas, took four days off and had fourteen days because I had five days either side of a four block. Yeah, 48, 48 hours, fifty hours for you. I think. So you know what I mean? Like that. That was awesome yeah man oh i'm gonna call you up i'm like where are you you're like oh i'm on a boat <laughs> going just, to, i'm just going to tangalooma tangalooma i'm like god damn it <laughs> and everyone's thinking oh look at him going to tangalooma i'm only a trainee but that's another thing okay if you're wanting to get into it the the, the starting rate for a trainee truck driver is sixty five thousand. Sixty five. Sixty five. So you Man, can, I remember you can that live being, I remember that being fifty to fifty five, I think, ten years yep. ago. So you can live off it. Like it's not like you're an apprentice that's earning hundred bucks a week doing yeah, you know what yeah, I, mean? I, think, it's, I think that is so the, it's the trade. You know, is it great? No, but it's doable for the twelve months that you're oh, doing. Oh mate, the I, I've got a, a friend who's uh <laughs> I've said I've got a lot of friends, but I've got four. I, I question four, that. Four, and I've, I've mentioned every fucking one <laughs> so far. But he's got an eighteen-year-old son, just turned eighteen. Like, you know, and I'm like, hey man, if I was you, I'd be really interested in going out to do a traineeship now. Don't worry about, you know, getting a job like as a, you know, in the service industry or whatever. Just mm. straight out the pits and do your do your year, but do your traineeship. 
get up, try and do whatever you got to do to get a full time job. Yep. Then you set yourself up from there Most as a definitely. young bloke. I and like, I wish that I'd done what I'm doing now earlier. Oh, do you? That's that's a very interesting question. And like, I, I just to let everyone know out there, I'm 40 years old, so I'm not a young bloke starting out. Like I've decided to do this later on in life. Yeah. So even for people that are older, still doable. Oh, I think uh, any any sort of age group. I know a fifty year old sort of trying to excuse yep. me go through the process now of hopefully getting a. He's a butcher by trade, and I think he only earns about that sixty five thousand bucks a year. But his income it's capped. Yep. So potentially, no potential if he, if he to, does yeah. this, you know, he can double his income. Well, that's and it. And what, like, so hopefully, he set himself well, up once, for later. Okay. In life. Once the traineeship finishes, um, you know, seven months in now, I've got, you know. Only what? That five months ago. Four four months ago. Well, I don't know if you. Yeah, but four or five. Twelve months, months in a year. Yeah. Seven. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a mathematician. I'm a drunk uh, dump truck operator. So we can work this out, mate. We can work backwards or we can work forwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that jumps up to I think it's about 105. So, oh, when you finish your traineeship and you're on yeah, like a casual yep. basis. Yep. yep. Well, you you're still full time, but you're just employed via the contractor. On a full time, so you get holidays. Holidays. Sick oh wow, days, that's everything. Is that a new thing? Because I always thought they were sort of a casual. Uh, so hey, if it's raining and it's fogging down, you get sent home no. without pay. No. So you still get paid. You get paid. Oh, that's it. Must be um, so, a, obviously this new initiative thing that's going on. Yeah, and then you know it needs cross, to be a change in the well, issue. That. But I, it's, I'd still question that too because you're doing the exact same job. Yeah. Someone else. So why aren't you getting remunerated for that? Yeah, I know. But I sort of understand the trainee, but I don't understand the casual. Yeah, and uh, look, everyone thinks that. They're like, well, I'm doing exactly the same thing. Why don't I get paid the same? But look, you, you, I think it's, as a trainee, they want to see you're committed enough to see that 12 months out to... Yeah, make know, sure it's, it's right for you. For you, you know. Once you and, figure and, out and these they're, nights. Them training trainees, that's a, that's a lot of money, them... Like investing into these people, training them up. I think it's like maybe, look, I wouldn't even want to throw a number at it because I'm not 100% sure, but it's it's a lot of money because they're taking people off trucks and off machines to train the new trainees. You've got the, you know, when we first rocked up, um, we spent a week in the training room. Oh, torture. Just because I'm not like a a studious kind of person. (laughs) But, you know, like just torturous, like, yeah, crazy. Um, but it was it was fun too, and it's an eye opener, and you learn a lot. But I just hate sitting in a room with someone talking at me all the time. What's um now that you're out in the pit? What's what's some of the crazy stuff that you've seen out there? You're like, holy crap! I had no idea. What I know just the huge size of these joints. The... Well, look, yeah, but it, it, it's all relative. Like I, I actually wasn't taken aback by how big the truck was. Like, but. I think it's because everything's big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. It, it, but they're hard to describe is how yeah. big they are. They're yeah. like, oh, it's bigger than a house. Fuck, these things are massive. Like, uh, and I don't reckon, like, I've been only been like there you're walking up a, a two flights of stairs to get into them. Yeah, that's like, true. Twice the size well, of your I'm house. Well, I'm probably five foot ten, and I come up to about, <laughs> I come up to about halfway On a good day. Five, five, ten on a good day. With heels. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my shoes on, bro. Get the measure out. get the tape out. <laughs> get the fucking tape out now. <laughs> But yeah, like I'm about halfway up the tire. Yeah, you know, and if you can work it out from there, that that's fairly high. But 
the crazy they haven't really seen any majorly crazy things yet but I've had some pretty fucking wild nights wet weather like that's fun man we, yeah so seven months man we've had some crazy weather mm. through um, the Hunter Valley in the last 12 months when we were coming out of our trainingship, we had plenty of wet days. So yeah. it was it was good because it's kind of a bit of a baptism under fire. Oh, and man, when scary. you when you're first starting out, it can be a bit scary. Yeah, it's it's scary. like because you can those things those things just start sliding, oh. and you got no control. What is it? The eighty eighty nines? Oh, the E's, the eight thirty. No, the, no, the smaller like the smaller trucks with like the tailgates on them and stuff. Oh yeah, the um, ah oh, shit. The, the cats. Yeah, yeah, the cats. Yeah. They're like... 793s. Well, there's we 89s have. and 93s. Yeah, and then okay. I think there's 97s, which are the bigger yep, ones. Yep. But yeah, the, the 89s, they're... I don't know where the centre of gravity is, but they're... they're well, they're mechanical, happy. aren't they? So yeah, yeah, they drive so, a bit better in the wet. We well, have electric trucks. No, nah, they're just really tail... Yeah, okay. Tail light. So they, they love to slip and slide. So they're a bit fun. Man, we run those things 24-7 in the rain. Well, yeah, we run 20. We don't stop in the rain. Yeah. Um, you know, gone are the days where they used to park up and order pizzas and watch movies. I haven't heard. <laughs> yeah, they're good old <laughs> days, yeah. But, um, yeah, they were long gone before I got Did there. They, uh, is that what the boys say back in the day happened? Yeah. Park so, up, order pizza. Yeah. Well, well if it, it was an event that they could see on the radar, it was going to yeah. be like... You know, but even like we who's up making that order? It's like call up Domino's. Like, fuck, how many people? Man, we need four hundred pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? You know, they would have been rubbing their hands. Yeah, there's a hundred hundred truck drivers on yeah. site. You know, so four hundred, <laughs> whatever. But Domino's at Singo went out yeah, of business when they started wet weather. <laughs> yeah, we do you want pineapple? Yeah, fuck, <laughs> everyone pineapple. <laughs> Yeah, but that's what they used to do. But now it's yeah, they don't they don't stop for anything. Yeah, well, I think we are. Last year we had a bit of a fuck up with um, ordering a. Well, I think they must hit some sort of target on a machine, so they, you know, like to throw on a spread for people. Yep. And um, they order just normal order burgers and stuff like that. And I remember this one day they're like, we couldn't order these burgers, so they were sitting there with Subway. You know, they've got the subway platters. I'm like thinking, fuck it, who's made that phone call? Who's made that? Uh, mate, yeah, we need 400 fucking platters, please. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah. shit. But look, and the good thing about the pits are they do look after their workers. Like, no, they do. They put stuff on all the time. It's only a little stuff, but... Like what? Know, what do you get? Uh, oh, got a really nice ham for Christmas. Ham? Ham. Uh, we got a gift card. Yeah. We get gift cards. But double double this year, double this year than last year. Yeah, right. We used to get um, it was a uh, used to get like a they send you to the local grocery store and uh, IGA. You get a basket, and in that basket, you know, you you, you got a ham, you got a six pack of beer, you got no oh, some chockies and stuff like that. But yep, um, yeah, these days we just yeah. get a thank you gift card. I think. Yep. But yeah, and then they would, they put their training days on, and you get you know. Get a good feed and... Really? Training days? Yeah, yeah. Do you know training days? Well, what are they? Well, basically... So, this year, we went somewhere and they had, like, guest speakers that come in and talk. Um, well, you went somewhere? About, yeah, yeah. What, we went, what, every person from the pit had to attend? Yep. So yeah, every no, crew, we don't do that. Every crew. So, mm-hmm. they shut they shut um, the pit down. Yeah, right. For, yeah. Oh, for that day. And then, like, they had guest speakers come in. Like, well, this one was, like, about mental... Mental health and... Yeah, we've had those. We've had those. Um, 
I think it might have been targeted at me. I felt like. Not too sure. <laughs> no, I think they know you're long gone, mate. They're going to waste the resources on you. I was going off in it. Some dude got up and walked out as I was going off. And I've turned to the presenter. I'm like, because I've called them, you know, these fucking cunts. I've called them the F and Cs. Yeah. And um, this dude got up and walked out. And I've, I've turned to the presenter. I'm like, should I be worried about him? He's like, oh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, get this phone call. Oh, shit, HR, another appointment. <laughs> oh, Mr. Taylor, hello again. Welcome back. <laughs> Do you want a coffee, the usual? Oh, you know, it, mental health is pretty important out there, but um, I just felt they could be doing better. It, it, for me, it feels like they're just ticking a lot of boxes because if something goes wrong, they're like, hey, yeah, well, he's done this training. You know, yeah. we've done yeah. our part. I'm like, no, I felt like they could do more in that space. Yeah. Yeah, but there's only there's only so much responsibility they can assume though. Like, and that it, the, the really good culture I've found is like the pit, the family kind of you know the the pit is one. Everyone's kind of looking out for each other. Like, even if you're not best mates with whatever, I think everyone realizes that if you're part of the the pit, then you're part of the crew. Like, no matter what, who you are, who you know, who your friends are. It's it's pretty yeah, like, pretty tight knit. Culture's like, pretty way. important in these joints, but it's hard because like we well, you know we've touched on they're just influx of so many people these days. Yeah. You can't weed Especially out the all moment. the bad people. Yep, and and they're not but, trying to. I but don't think. they get found out pretty quickly, I reckon. Yeah, so yeah, you, you hear you often hear a lot of people being there for a couple of weeks, and you're like, well, he's gone. Yep, couldn't handle it. Done. But couldn't some, do the nice. Like I said, it's not for some people. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. Oh, man I've got some. Oh, good old days stories there, but you know we we might wrap it up here we're at the forty five minute mark already. So you, you you've touched on it already. Probably one last question, but if you you know now seven months in the traineeship, like would you do it again? Like if you, you like you said, if I wish I had it done younger, would I do it again? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Like I wish I wish I could go back ten years. And have done it then. Um, just a bit younger, a bit, you know what I mean? Like, I just think now, I think, why didn't I do it sooner? But I'd definitely do it again. Um, it works really well with my lifestyle and the potential and the opportunities later on um, are great, you know? And at the end of the day, like I said, I'm, I'm there. I want to earn the money. I want the... The time to, to do things like well, I've got two young kids. The so money I, it's providing for your family. I think that's what it's hundred percent. Like yeah. I want to, my stage of life now. I've got uh, like two young kids, eight year old. One's about to turn seven, and just want to make memories and just have the opportunity to just do all that stuff. And mining provides that. Yeah, right. So obviously, I wanted to get you on first up because we do have a little bit of history together. Um, and because you're in your seven months... Non-sexual, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might have been a few, <laughs> you know, a couple of winks here we don't and talk nods about, there. We don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. <laughs> I remember calling you up one day, man. It was right when that COVID was hitting. So I think we're going into lockdown. We might have been in lockdown. It was like early 2020. And I've called you up and I'm like, where are you? You're like, I'm going to Sydney and I'm going to this concert. I'm thinking, this dude's 
Who's coming back with COVID? I can't remember what concert was, but you just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going. Yeah, we, mu- we mustn't have been in lockdown then. but we'll, No, we couldn't have been. Must but, have been like a little bit early in 2020 where they had this concert. But it was definitely out there. You're just like, I'm going. I go roll the dice. <laughs> I paid the money. I rolled the dice and I won. Yeah, so... Because you were, you know, just starting off the industry, I thought you were going to be a great place to start here. Um, we will get into probably, I think you're coming back, hopefully for a part two. Oh, if the fans want it. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> the fans, sorry. Like the fan, the, me. Well, me and you, will put two listeners, um, maybe three when I do the next guest. Um, but we were talking, you know, this is going to be a light-hearted podcast where going to try and get the humorous side of mining the the cover-ups the fuck-ups the the just send it so oh and there's plenty of those oh 100 there's so many funny stories out there because this you know like you said this is the crib hut and that's where all the stories yeah, so and stuff it, it's, it's it's called the crib hut in essence it's people sitting down and all those stories that get told over having crib that's why we're here. I just, I just love sitting down. You know, the art of conversation has gone a lot these days with people and their phones. You're like people just sitting down on their phones, and you, there's no interaction. But you know, yep, the stories are there. They're there to be told. We, we want to hear them. Yep, I've and got look, a couple. I appreciate you getting me on, and you know, if hopefully, if anybody's out there listening that wants to get into mining, I've shed a bit of light and a bit of you know positive inspiration into getting into it and just get it done you yeah can, i think you it can is a good it. industry like it is what it's like any job but it is what you make oh, of jobs it. a job so job any job if i won the lottery hard. tomorrow oh, fuck right. me see you later <laughs> i'll be gone <laughs> i've always like when we drive uh back to start up to go home and, and you come around this corner and it's just a straight line and you've got all the cars parked up and man, every time I come around there, I always just picture back to bloody Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. You know, when he's gone to the consulate and he's got to park the car and he's like, fucking got this old Jeep, just banging along. And he's like, you know, if I could just find a spot that he's fucking just lighting up and going, get this car, you know, just falling along. <laughs> just lands in the parking spot. And I'm like, fuck, every time I drive around this corner, see these cars lined up, find a parking spot, I'm just like, Fuck man, I wish I could, you know, just get well, out. If you win the lottery, the you do it. Oh, I think this baby needs a bit of a detail. See <laughs> <laughs> you later, boys. Later, yeah, yeah, just not come back. Oh, I still laugh. I've been laughing at that for a while. Just like fucking hell, it just gets me every time. Just trying to put a humorous spin on the end of the day, you know, just come on. Oh, and you got to have fun out there. Because it's a long time without not having. Like, you can't take yourself too seriously. Yeah, just... I think uh, also, you know, on the they on the serious side of it, they try and suck all the fun out of it. Mm. It's like, you know, you, you can't, M4 safety, you can't have a 10-minute conversation on the two-way where, hey, man, I'm going down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, mayday, mayday. And it's like, yeah, mate, so to build a trailer, what you need, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's very short and sharp. You've got a like, tow ball, right? <laughs> Code Brown, come and get me now. Oh, I've had a few of those. And then she's like, I mean, I tell you one day, I had this... um. I was at home and it was the night before and I was just starting so I was pretty, still pretty keen. You know, I'm not calling in sick for some, some, some diarrhea of some dodgy bloody vindaloo from the night before. So uh, I was sort of like woke up in the morning and I was mapping out. I'm like, I've got three or four service stations. If, if it arises on the way to work, I could stop. I'll get some Imodium and we'll, we'll just power through it, buddy. 
crazy Brenton. So um past these service stations, no worries. Got got to work and I'm just like Oh my god! Like I just run into the this thing, just hit me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, this is coming, this is coming now. So I've like ran in, just like, oh, okay, that feels alright. So this one particular day, I was working by myself. I was on a drill rig, and um, they've dropped me off. So I'm panicking already. I'm like, I'm sitting out here. I've got no modium. I've got no car. I've got no way, and the guts are rumbling. It's seven o'clock. I can feel them turning. A eh? so I'm sitting there in this jewelry we're just plotting along and then all of a sudden i'm like it's 12 o'clock i'm like i've got through to lunchtime i'm like high five buddy done it and i've i've gone outside to do a, a pee and oh, as no. as i've um you've relaxed as i've relaxed it's just turned around i'm like oh my god like <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my. So I'm like, I've run, I've run back inside of this drawer. I shut the door, like, they got all curtains on them. I'm like, pulling all the curtains down. And I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, fuck, it stinks in here. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, it's me, you know. So I'm like, you know, they've got all the uh, the window cleaner. I'm like, using it as air freshener. I'm like, <laughs> spray this shit around. Oh. And, like, and the reason why I sell it on Drury Glock, like, I have like, uh, just stripped off, like, I've ripped, ripped the underwear off. I just chucked them down a drill hole. Chucked them down a drill hole. I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, if the if it rains and this, this bubbles up, you know, it's, it's, well, there's a lot of weight. There's a lot of weight down there. I'm like, the they're gonna be fine. But like, uh, so I've caught up the um the boss for the day, and I'm like, hey man, like I've got the BGs. I need you to come get me. Like, I don't care what you're doing. Just get in that freaking car and come. And he he could sense the urgency in my voice, eh? So he's like, "Man, I don't know what the BGs are, but I'm on my way." And I'm like, "Just FYI, just means bubble guts. Like the guts are bubbling. Like I need to go." Like, so he's towel. He's come flying out. And like in the meantime, so that's a ten minute wait. In the meantime, I'm sitting there. I've got the orchid fresh or whatever you call it. And I'm spraying it on my pants because I think it a bit like going on the back and I'm sitting I'm sitting in the car with him and I'm sitting there going oh fuck it smells like shit in here <laughs> and, he, and he's held it straight like, he's held it straight did you ask him if he farted yeah no, he it, oh, obviously I want you I'm like oh my god like so this this poor bait and we're, he's taking me down for lunch and, I, and all, all of a sudden I'm thinking oh we're all good again like I'll get through the end of the day and then it's coming in at lunchtime and I'm like okay Brenton we are, we're going to go to the health centre to get some Imodium. So I've gone to the health centre and and, then, and and he sort of, you know, we haven't seen each other for this hour period. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, man, like I'm getting some Imodium. He's like, nah, I'm staying out of this. Like, you know, you, you obviously you need that. Like, just carry on. Take take two hours break if you need. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a real good sport about it. <laughs> to that day, I'm like, if I, I don't... And I've got another you don't chance one. It I don't chair today. It's just like, you know, sometimes sometimes the guts win. Like, this is a day off. Don't, don't oh. be afraid to take a day off for this, you know. And that's mining. Disaster, and that's mining. Disaster can happen. <laughs> yeah, so, your pants. So welcome to mining, yeah. <laughs> um, you wouldn't be the first and you definitely won't be the last. No, I, it's happened to me again. I, I had another. <laughs> Maybe save that for the next podcast. Yeah, it'll pop up again. But, uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. We'll uh, 
We'll be back. We'll try and keep this series going. There's a lot of stories out, a lot of great stories. Uh, I'd like to thank Jimmy Josh, also known as John Brownlee, I believe you've... I think so. Your name know. might be. I'm not too sure. I don't give a fuck anymore. And, um, yeah, we'll catch you all next swing.